welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in part two of this message entitled, False Ministers, False Preaching, False Church. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for providing for your people. Bread is for children, and we thank you for spiritual and physical bread. Lord, help us now to pay attention to your word. Lord, we pray that you regenerate us, enlighten us, that we may see the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ in the hearing of the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Number eight, false ministers, false ministers' church cannot have regenerate people. Why? Regeneration takes place in the context of two realities, the gospel preached and the Holy Ghost. And when you go to a church, if the preacher is false, then you draw the conclusion they cannot have even one, what? Regenerate person. If somebody accidentally went there, the Holy Spirit will tell him to get out. And the feet of that person will be guided to a church where the gospel is preached. You must understand, your feet were guided by God to come to a church where the gospel is preached. So the false preacher is an agent of Satan. So he never preaches the gospel. Regeneration takes place when God-sent preacher preaches the gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the context of such preaching, the miracle happens, a divine miracle, a unilateral miracle, an instantaneous miracle of raising the dead. So understand, this miracle cannot take place in false churches where false ministers are in charge. In such churches, the Holy Spirit and the seed of God's word do not exist. They are synagogues of Satan. So James 1 and verse 18 says, He chose to give us birth through the word of truth. 
that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. First Peter 1, 23 to 25. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all men are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever, and this is the word that was preached to you. Now you understand. Galatians 6.15, circumcision doesn't profit anything. What matters is what? A new creation. And Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. The old is gone and new has come. We don't preach decisional salvation. That I made a decision. Any fellow can make a decision. That doesn't save you. The issue is regeneration, miracle. You must be born again. But you cannot be born again. So God causes you to be born again by a great miracle. You fall in love with God. Let's read the second Corinthians chapter 4 and Verse 6, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts. For what purpose? To give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ, I say in the gospel. We see Christ in the gospel. We see God in the gospel. We see the glory of God in the gospel. See the centrality of the word of God. And number nine, the false preachers preach an entirely different gospel. The exact opposite of the true gospel. And so chapter 11 of 2 Corinthians verse 4, if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preached, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted, and so on. Alon Esun, different words, uh, Jesus. Pneuma heteron, a different spirit, which is what? Evil spirit. And you read 1 Corinthians 12, the evil spirit came upon these people, and they said Jesus is cursed. And Paul says only by the Holy Spirit you can say what? 
Jesus is Lord. Evangelion heteron, a different gospel. So a different Jesus means anti-Christ. Different spirit means evil spirit. A different gospel is anti-gospel. A Jesus who cannot save, a spirit who cannot sanctify, a gospel that is bad news which permits all immorality to take place. I preach Jesus of the Bible, the Holy Spirit of the Bible, and the gospel of the Bible, demanding that we live a holy life. So Jesus said, Matthew 24, watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. And later on in Matthew, he says, at that time many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. And Galatians 1, evidently some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. The highest possible curse is placed on those who preach a different Jesus and different spirit and a different gospel. St. Paul says in Romans 16, I urge you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them. For such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of people. Number 10, false ministers abuse and enslave and send people to hell. Friends, the abusers of people are those who preach false gospel. As agents of Satan, they do what Satan does. And Jesus said, the thief comes to steal, kill, and what? Destroy. They hate people. Only true ministers love people and therefore preach the gospel, which is the power of God unto salvation. True preachers liberate people from the thraldom of the devil. 
Galatians chapter 5. And this is what it says in Galatians chapter 5. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be enslaved again. Friends, it is this church that preaches freedom. And any church that preaches the gospel, they preach freedom. Let me ask you, who loves you, sir? The correct answer is God loves you and God sent preachers love you because they preach the gospel. Who loves you? Godly parents love you. God's church loves you. Let me read to you from Ephesians 4. It was he who gave some to be apostles, that is, Jesus Christ, the ascended Christ, gave these gifts, some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers for the purpose to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Rush Dooney, I believe, wrote a book, uh, Revolt Against Maturity. People like to be infants and irresponsible. And therefore, they are shaken by every wind of doctrine and corrupted and deceived. Friends, understand the gospel. Be sharp, be intelligent, be mature. And to oppose heresies and false ministers. They are there to enslave you. Galatians 2 verse 4, this matter arose because some false brothers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to what? Make us slaves. Slaves of them. Galatians 4 verse 9, but now that you know God, or rather are known by God, how is it that you are turning back to those weak and miserable principles? Do you wish to be enslaved by them all over again? Any person who will not preach the gospel is abusing you and enslaving you. Galatians 4.17, those people are zealous to win you over, but for no good. What they want is to alienate you from us so that you may be zealous for them. That means they are slaves. It is the true preachers of the gospel who care for you and desire you to go to heaven and have eternal life. False ministers make people their slaves. 
Any minister that refuses to preach the gospel of grace, that salvation from beginning to end is God's work of grace, and also who refuse to preach holiness, is a minister who enslaves people. Did you read in Leviticus, or you read all the time, be holy for? But did you notice something else we read again and again and again? I, the Lord, make you holy. I cannot be holy, but thank God he makes me holy. Sir, if you don't live a holy life, you are not a Christian. You are an antinomian and son of the devil. That's it. That's what it is, sir. Number 11, false ministers preach themselves. 2 Corinthians 4, 5. We do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord. They promote themselves, exalt themselves, glorify themselves, call attention to themselves. They are spiritual exhibitionists. You turn the television on and watch these people. They are spiritual exhibitionists. While they preach to please people, they are promoting themselves. They do not preach Jesus Christ as crucified. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 1. You foolish Galatians who has bewitched you, mesmerized you, deceived you. That's what these false ministers are. Who has bewitched you before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. They do not preach Jesus Christ as crucified, raised and reigning. They preach themselves. They want you to believe them and perish forever. This is what devil wants. He knows he's going to go to hell, but he wants few people to go with him to hell. And false ministers are agents straight from the pit. True preacher preaches Jesus Christ as Lord, that people may look to him and may be saved. Number 12, sir. False minister practices a kind of supernaturalism which is really demon activity. Practice of the counterfeit gifts of the spirit such as prophecy, casting out demons, miracles, and so on. Remember, friends, they lengthen your legs. They give you brown bags so they could cough demons into the brown bag. They bark, they bite, they dance, they appear drunk. They are slain by the evil spirit. It is sheer shamanism and showmanship to enslave you. They fall forward, they fall backward. It is all demon activity. There's a story of uh, Spurgeon. A young man came and said, 
I'm supposed to preach here Thursday. Spurgeon said, too bad, God didn't tell me anything about it. This is demon activity, sir, to control you, to enslave you. You better believe it, sir. This is demon activity. It is spiritual manipulation. It is ministry of enslaving. Jesus said in Matthew 7, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evil doers. So watch out for wolves coming in sheep's clothing. In due time, they will put away the sheep's clothing and manifest themselves as a ravenous wolves tearing up and devouring the sheep. A true minister is appointed by God. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 28, and in the church, God has appointed. Not you. God has appointed. And a pastor is Christ's gift to the church to prepare God's people to the ministry by preaching and teaching the word of God. It was he who gave some to be apostles and so on. A true pastor is Christ gave to his church. He is appointed by God the Father, appointed by Jesus Christ. He is appointed also by the Holy Spirit. So Acts chapter 20, verse 28, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Appointed by God the Father, appointed by Christ, appointed by the Holy Ghost, with the job of taking care of God's flock. He is committed, such a pastor, to the principle of sola scriptura. God appointed pastor, the gift to the church, is committed to feeding the sheep by preaching the Bible, so committed to the principle of sola scriptura. His goal is to present the church as a pure virgin to Christ, her bridegroom, who himself makes her holy and a radiant church. A true minister knows his responsibility. He is to feed the flock by the word of God. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Paul said, preach the word. A true minister is gifted to preach and teach the gospel. And God leads him always and everywhere in triumph. In trials, in temptations, in persecutions, in the valley of the shadow of death, in life and in death. He follows Christ the victor. 
His victory is the victory of his people. Colossians 2.15, And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. And John 16 and verse 33, Jesus said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. All Paul says in Romans 8, 37, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's why a true minister is unafraid, not timid, bold, confident, following Christ the victor. In Jesus Christ, we achieve every day and everywhere super victory. In Jesus Christ, we are overcomers. The ark goes before us. Christ is leading us. At our shout in Jesus' name, the gates and walls of Jericho shall fall. As we are led by our triumphant Lord, we proclaim the gospel to all because the gospel is the fragrance of God that gives life to the dead who believes and death to those who reject it. And he says, we are fragrance. God through us spreads fragrance, fragrance of the knowledge of God. We are fragrance of Christ. That means we are people filled with the gospel and filled with Christ. Therefore, we are fragrance, a bottle with fragrance, and the top is taken out. Wherever we go, we sent out fragrance that makes people alive who believe and kill people who reject. Fragrance, which is the sacrifice of Christ, Fragrance to those who believe and live, and fragrance to the preacher himself. When one sinner repents, heaven rejoices. It's fragrance to God, and fragrance to the believer, and fragrance to the preacher. And why do you think it is? Let me tell you. A true Christian and minister. God through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge everywhere, in every place. At home, there is fragrance, sir. You are a Christian. You are filled with the gospel and filled with Christ. Fragrance, sir. At work, in the church, when you travel, you are emitting and exuding and radiating fragrance. We are to God the fragrance of Christ that is revealing his person and his saving work. So Paul says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. We are fragrance, the most costly fragrance, divine fragrance from heaven more costly than 
Mary's fragrance that cost her 300 denarii. You, do you understand, sir, who you are? Most precious heavenly fragrance. Heaven sent fragrance because Christ dwells in us. God makes his ministers competent to this difficult task. We can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives us strength. Friends, his grace is sufficient to do all his work. God said so. He is the head of the church. He is the Lord of the universe. Because he lives forever, we will live forever. Friends, thank God for a true minister. Appointed by the triune God. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor from a man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father. Not human beings appointed or sent, sent by God himself. You will know him, the true preacher, by his character and his preaching the true gospel. He will not peddle the word for profit fame or power. He knows he is accountable to God. Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no advantage to you. And listen to St. Peter, to the elders among you, I appeal as fellow elder, a witness of Christ's sufferings, and one who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care. Serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not greedy for money, but eager to serve, not loading it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. There it is, sir. We do the job. We preach the gospel. And we are fragrance that makes people alive when they believe and cause people to die when they not believe. This is serious job. And God-sent preachers are equipped with all the gifts necessary to do the job. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to be earnest and serious about the gospel. Help us to hear the word and believe the word and do the word. Because it is your word, it is the word of life. We thank you and praise you for the gospel. Your son you sent, and he died. Why did he die? He died for our sins and raised for our justification. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio, a part two of this message entitled False Ministers, False Preaching, False Church. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.